letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830 WCCO, this is the All Local. I'm Mark Fry, and this is the All Local for Friday, August 11th. The Minnesota and Dakota's chapter of the American Red Cross is mobilizing to help devastated Maui. Minnesota Governor Tim Walz is helping President Joe Biden at the Iowa State Fair, and it's a special weekend for one former St. Paul Saints player. Our top story today, a Minneapolis man will spend 30 years in prison for fatally shooting a 12-year-old boy two years ago. Tensions were high inside a Minneapolis courtroom this morning as 20-year-old Jeremiah Grady learned his fate after admitting to murdering London Bean. Bean's grandmother, Darlissa Williams, read a victim impact statement in court. I couldn't wait till they graduated high school, but he never even got a chance to be a teenager. And go around with his cousins, his aunties, his mother, everybody in his family. Grady shot London Bean, who was fighting with another boy believed to be Grady's younger brother. A St. Paul College student who is on the island of Maui says they were in the dark about the advancing fire that killed dozens and leveled the town of Lahaina. Catherine Alexander told WCCO's Vanita Sakar that if they had fresh updates, it might have made them panic more when they evacuated. We parked on the side of the highway throughout the night going into Wednesday morning, tried to go back into Lahaina twice, and the second time is when we saw the whole right side of the highway on the other side of Lahaina engulfed in flames. Stayed throughout the night on the highway, like I was saying, and drove to the airport in the morning. Catherine attends college in San Diego and was able to get back there after her family helped rebook their flight out of Hawaii. Meanwhile, the Minnesota and Dakota's chapter of the American Red Cross is mobilizing to help devastated Lahaina. Regional Communications Director Carrie Carlson Guest says 10 volunteers are on their way. They're going to be helping with sheltering, uh, making sure that all of the back-end warehousing and materials are in the right places, helping with spiritual care, and also reunification. She says while every disaster is different, this one ranks among the worst she's seen in her 20 years with the organization. Just heartbreaking, uh, incredible devastation. It's some of the, you know, it's one of the deadliest U.S. wildfires in recent history. And, you know, we're going to be there for a long time. You can make a donation to help the Lahaina recovery effort online, by phone, or by text. More information at redcross.org. Laura Oaks, News Talk 830 WCCO. In other news, Shutterfly is shuttering its Shakopee plant, leaving 246 employees out of work. The California-based company announcing the shutdown will take place over the next year. The layoffs, meanwhile, will happen in phases starting next month. Current employees will be offered assistance to find new jobs or careers or be offered transfers to other plants within Shutterfly. St. Paul firefighters are still working without a contract more than eight months after the old agreement expired. Several showed up for Mayor Melvin Carter's budget address yesterday. Union President Mike Smith says they need more personnel and better wages. Pay us. We deserve better. Don't be absent. Call us to the table and let's settle it then. If you're sincere about respecting and like I said, we, we, we can negotiate today if you can. Carter says the city is willing to meet with union negotiators. Smith says the mayor's budget doesn't set up for the future either the fire department 
or St. Paul citizens. Minnesota Governor Tim Wall spent Thursday stumping for President Joe Biden at the Iowa State Fair. He told CBS affiliate KCCI Television in Des Moines that Biden's absence from the State Fair doesn't hurt his 2024 re-election chances despite the droves of Republican presidential hopefuls making an appearance. The more you hear them, the more you don't want to vote for them. President Trump had his chance and he, he blew those things. He hurt agriculture with his stupid trade wars. He underfunded with ethanol, which is an important thing that we care about in the Midwest. It's the first Iowa State Fair since the Democratic National Committee voted to strip Iowa of its first-in-the-nation caucus status. Former Minnesota Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm is heading up a new task force on the future of the new University of Minnesota health care system. This comes in the wake of the cancellation of the planned merger between Fairview Health Services, which currently partners with and helps fund the U's Medical Center, and South Dakota-based Sanford Health. The university opposed the merger early on because leaders did not want the facility to be under the control of an out-of-state entity. Walls' office says the group will be tasked with ensuring that Minnesotans can continue to receive the highest quality care in a financially sustainable way. Malcolm recently retired from the Minnesota Department of Health after leading the state's COVID response for several years. Taylor Rivera, News Talk 830 WCCO. Minneapolis residents are asked to keep on keeping on when it comes to limiting water usage. This comes as the DNR announces that the Mississippi Headwaters watershed has entered the drought response phase. Minneapolis Water Distribution Services Director Annika Bangston says the city is under the target goals in the statewide drought plan. We just want to keep doing our part. So we sent out this notice just to keep reminding people to really do what they're already doing. And if they are able to take a few extra measures or be a little even more conservative or, or take some extra precautions and how they're using water to help the help the river overall. Among those suggested precautions, water during the coolest part of the day, let grass grow longer to prevent premature drying and check for leaks in hoses, pipes, and sprinklers. It's a music and guitar lover's dream at Como Lake in St. Paul this weekend. The three-day free Lakeside Guitar Festival kicks off tonight with performances by dozens of artists from all over the world. The festival is a fundraiser for Music Mission, which provides instruments, instruction, and performance opportunities to underserved communities in the Americas. Co-founder and local musician Molly Maher says it's also a way for her to give back. There's that other layer, you know, when you're performing music, it's so egocentric. And then to keep a kind of a high vibe with that is trying to connect to something that's greater than yourself. And that's giving back or reaching out or just whatever that connection, however you can fire that up. The Lakeside Guitar Festival also includes a vendor village, an improviser stage and pedal swap, and a strum-along. It, it closes with a ticketed event Sunday night at the Turf Club in St. Paul. Longtime Major League Baseball player Daryl Strawberry tomorrow has his number 17 retired by the Minor League St. Paul Saints. Strawberry hits it high in the air to right, fast to the wall, it's gone! Daryl Strawberry was National League Rookie of the Year in 1983 and an eight-time All-Star when problems with drugs interrupted his career in 1995. He famously came to St. Paul the following season for a last shot in baseball. Strawberry told WCCO's Henry Lake that he almost didn't come to Minnesota, but is glad he did. I think it was more about life. and I think it was more about being received by the people and the way the people received me and my family here at the time. It was just Incredible. In 29 games for the Saints, Strawberry hit 435 with 18 home runs before signing with the New York Yankees. He wound up in the World Series that season and in 1999 before retiring from the game. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. 
Thank you for listening to the WCCO All Local. Each day's All Local and all of our podcasts can be found at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.